Have a cup of tea. 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 Hello to. and welcome to <laughs> Sugary Brew. That's the way we do it. We... I say something in your yeah, life. Like, you say something. I'm... Yeah, Sugary Brew. Hello and welcome to Sugary Brew. Right now, I just which... like so just be... the po- a podcast in which we drink tea, discuss tea, discuss television, discuss music, discuss sneeze. our lives, sneeze. Um, record, record with a weird beat in the background, and then have to start again. Once well, again. I mean that that is better slightly than not recording. I I would say. Oh no, it's not because it's it's there, isn't it? It's in touching. Distance. I bet, right? If someone listened to the version of this podcast with the beat behind it, it would send them to sleep quicker than. No, God, no! It would just be annoying. No, no you reckon? No, 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 no. Oh, are we gonna do that BDSM sleep thing again? <laughs> ASMR. You are feeling very sleepy. There's a Christmas present to be wrapped and unwrapped. Un- unwrapped. What the fuck it matter, mate? All right, well, I'm going to get your birthday present. <laughs> Are you? We, we just forget. If we, if we, just <laughs> we just did a whole in yep. the first segment and it, it got recorded with a beat. Danny, we actually, Danny told us about his experience, told me, as it were. About when he first came to New Zealand, there was the, the earthquakes. Which then, I'll tell it some other time. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I won't tell your story. Um, I've got a fill. Yeah, now. Yeah, tell them about what for Bob is. So for Bob, for Bob, last week we drank Salon for Bob tea, which reminded me of the Devendra Banhart song Shabop Shalom, which is superb. But for Bob, um, is an acronym for Flowery Broken Orange Pacoi, Pacoi, and that's a uh, teas made of semi-small and short leaves and are much sought after due to their unique taste from. Uh, from Salon Sri Lanka. And that's what we drank last week. We just didn't know what Fabop was. We thought it could be anything. We thought it might be French baguettes, open parsley or something, you know, but it wasn't. How long are you going to be there? Dun, dun. I'm coming. It must be a big present. So, it's my birthday tomorrow, dear listeners. I was ill prepared to give you your present. Uh, so oh. I just scribbled in Biro, happy birthday on a box. <laughs> It's really, really bad. I've got a box. you got a box. I've got a cardboard but, box. So it's tradition that I illustrate a birthday card. This is your birthday oh. present. That's your um, birthday present. That's my birthday present to myself. <laughs> Happy it's, birthday, It's a copy of your birthday yeah, present. And um, this year, given the podcast, I decided to do something a little different. I think I know what this is. I, well, I've, just, I've basically just told you, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, man! <laughs> oh, it's the best thing in the world. We have, oh, dude, matching. <laughs> have a cup of tea, sugary brew mugs. These are just amazing, and I get a lolly. You do get a lolly. Look, that's superb, man. I've got my dinosaur shirt on. We should take a photo of that, maybe with us in the background. But let's not waste time waste taking time photos. Time. So we have matching mugs. That is. Possibly the best thing I've ever seen. If we have to. If have a cup of tea. And at some point. We could merch. We can merch. Yeah. We need. We need Although I feel a bit bad considering merching your birthday present. Nah, fuck no. 
Cause uh Look at you That's brilliant. It's very hot. So um I'll publish that's well we'll we'll, we'll publish the uh That's out of a fucking stomach I got there, Dan. Whoa. <laughs> that might be your arm inside your shirt. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> Well, I love I, it so much. I don't know why your stomach ended up quite so large, but... It's fairly accurate. Anyway, that's Daddy that. Daddy Sugar, thank you. So now we have our own sugary brew mugs to drink our cups of tea in every week. And on that note... On that note... Thank you, Danny. You're happy welcome. Happy birthday, me. Happy, bu- happy birthday to you. All that remains to be said is, go put the kettle on, mate. Let's put the kettle on. We'll be back after this. Okay, bye. bye. Hello and welcome back to Sugary Brew. <laughs> welcome back. <laughs> there we go. Um, it was my last week at the cinema, States of Last House. Hell yeah, thank it was. you for three and a half years of exciting, enjoyable times we had. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go to it. Um, thank you for and, me. Thank you. Oh, it's victory, isn't it? Um, victories. Victory. Carry on. Um, Dear, dear Ashley, who is a listener, hello Ashley, um, organised a um, little card and present. Three signatures on the card. Oh. Pretty good. It was a that morning effort. Um, but she got me a cup of uh, a box of tea bags. Oh. So this Ooh. week's tea is courtesy of Ashley Grace Hoey. Oh. So we're not allowed not to like it. No, we can hate it. We like. Okay. I don't work anymore. I don't have to see it. That's true. Um, and it's chamomile, honey, and vanilla. Is and it chamomile? No, it's chamomile. That's what I thought. But nobody know. thinks. Maybe Jen. Does Jen think it's chamomile? I don't know. She we'll says ask her. She agreed to come on the show. Did she? So um, we'll get. Oh. We'll, we just need to sort out the uh, the remote recording logistics, and then we'll get her on. That's entirely you. You are yeah, you are we'll, the. We'll um, sort it out. But tech um, department. Yeah, I think she's looking forward to it. That'd be superb. We should. We so must, this is twinning. Or is it twining? Twining is twining. That was a joke. Twinning's chamomile. That was a joke and a really not funny one. <laughs> I got all offended. <laughs> Tonight we have Twinning's chamomile, honey, and vanilla. Is it tea. Twinning's or is it Twinning's? It's Twinning's. Well, that's what I thought, but why no, did you no, say no, Twinning's confusing. then? I don't know. You have two heads. Why did you say Twinning's? Yeah, but she's not on this week, is she? A delicious treat just for you. Oh, or anyone else who buys it. So this me. is chamomile. Honey and vanilla infusion, sweet and mellow. It's perfect. A bit like for times you, Dan. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, perfect for times when you need to come back to yourself. Take. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> what are you I laughing? don't know. It sounded filthy. A special moment you can call your own. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Still sounds filthy. Done it. For more delightful flavoured herbal infusions, try our zesty warming lemon and ginger. So it's. They're basically saying, if you don't like this one, try, try that one. one. Uh, so two to five minutes, that's, 100 that's degrees C. That's boiling. Yeah. Hey, literally. I mean, I'm happy leaving it in there. I want to really come back to myself. <laughs> you want to um, come back So <laughs> these come in little... Don't, dude. Little shiny... Don't explain what a box is. All right. Let's just taste it. So it comes in a cardboard box. No, you're then, doing it so as a joke. Tea bag is, it's a little paper. This is what we call thing. Funks Explains. <laughs> On the PlayStation, my my oh, is that a my name's Funks. My name and it, like I, I tried to explain to a Russian guy once what English muffins were. <laughs> They're really hard Did to you explain. Did you do your Russian accent? No, not that time. 
But um, anyway, how would you describe an English muffin? I would refer them to the Simon and Garfunkel no, song. No, not an English muffin. I think I'm talking about crumpet, actually. Well, you can't call them that anymore, mate. Well... They come over all Jim Davidson It makes it even harder to explain, doesn't it? It's crumpet, mate, isn't it? Well, anyway, so they're... That's one of them holy things that you put the butter on and it all drips through and it's delicious. Yeah, but, I mean, if if you knew nothing about crumpets, like, or what they were, and you received that description that you just gave me... It's a, it's a, almost like a, like a, like a very holy pancake, isn't it? Uh, yeah, but, I mean, does, does the Pope eat... What's the Pope got to do with it? It's holy, isn't it? <laughs> hey. Down made a anyway. joke, everyone. Right. Let's I'm smelling. Thing. I'm smelling. I'm, it out of, I'm, smell having, it. I'm having me facing <laughs> me because if I had you, it'd be like I was I've got me you. facing me. Yeah, quite right. All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just stalked myself. Mm. Really hot. It's good. Well, it, it does say it has to be 100 degrees. Um, it's right. It is quite sweet and mellow. I think sweet and mellow isn't apt. That's a that's a lovely, 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 a lovely end of night. Bit stressed. Put that on. Put your feet up. Put that on. Put that on. <laughs> Put it on where? Put that kettle on, Sam. Put the kettle on. Make yourself a nice chamomile, honey, and vanilla. I'd probably turn down the vanilla personally. I'd probably, so, go, I'd probably go straight chamomile with added honey. Okay, right. Let's let's get deeper Thank into you, this, man. shall we? Yeah, it is. Thank you. Uh, but now let's get delve. Let's delve deeper. I'm gonna have to bleep you tonight. Yeah, Whoa! Yeah. You're like. Have we got a bleeper? No, but I'm gonna have to make one. And it's, yeah. Wait, hold on. It's gonna make my job <laughs> so. <laughs> That's that whole section is just gonna be. Exactly, that's how I make music, man. Enjoy the infusion without milk. Um, ingredients, chamomile, 89%. And the rest is honey flavour, vanilla flavour, flavour, and honey flavoured pieces. That's why it's so flavourful. <laughs> I know, it's... It's flavour flav. It's full of... It's full of flavour. It's sweet. It's, it's considering how much flavour's in there. Ash, it is surprisingly all, mellow. All he's trying to say is thank you. That's no, very well, sweet. Well, we we thanked her already. She yeah. can stop listening while we diss it. <laughs> Come back in ten minutes. Uh, it's eighty nine percent chamomile and eleven percent flavour. Eighty nine percent. Well, that's that's just the it's right. Not quite ninety percent. If it'd been ninety percent, it'd be overwhelmingly chamomile. Yeah, it would be way too chamomile. <laughs> Chamomile. Way. Way. Very good. Thank you. All right. Well, I think that... Um, I don't know about you, Dan, but I think we're all fire tonight. Boop. In fire. <laughs> um, so we, we have been noting where well, we've been marking this podcast as explicit. For Here we have. Steady. <laughs> Look, right. Imagine, imagine you're with, having dinner with Janie's mother. Yeah, I am. Oh, God. We've lost James. Right, we'll take a quick break where I slap James's <laughs> yeah. wrist for being so Put soap in my mouth. Naughty, and um, I'm gonna have to bleep him all out. Um, genuinely, Ash and everyone at work, thank you very much. It's been an absolute pleasure working with you. Um, yeah, thank you so much. But also, I'm really glad. Yeah, I was gonna say, more. wonderful you know, people aside, one can, one can be grateful for the times one's had and looking forward to not ever doing it. Again. Doing it again, yeah, you know. True. Cleaning up 
All right, all right, all right. Right, okay. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. I wrote that on, on, the, on, the, on the whiteboard in the, in the staff room of the cinema. What? Okay, Everyone bye. that leaves oh. writes a really sentimental, it's an amazing team. Da, da, da. After I wrote, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh, okay, bye. Mm. All right. Okay, bye. Well, we'll be back after this. Welcome back. I'm really missing my clicky pen. Welcome back. I feel naked without my clicky pen. Well, you'll... I think the clicky, the clicky, were you clicking during your cricket minute? Yeah, because I was into it, man. Well, you were trying to remember, like, facts and stuff. No, they were written down. Oh, with your clicky pen? Yeah, mm. that's how I wrote them down. Mm. But you haven't got, you, so you didn't bring your, you, you looked in your bag as you arrived. Yeah. And you were like, oh no, I forgot my book. That's what I sound like. A bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Pretty manly. Yeah. Uh-huh. And um, were there any notes in your book? Yeah. For Cricket Minute? Yeah. So are you able to remember any of yeah. those? Yeah. All right, well, let's do it. All right. Cricket Minute. So, two weeks. <laughs> Is that because you haven't done the soundtrack? I did it. Did you not? Ah, you, your version didn't have it in. No. How terribly exciting. But the um, I couldn't make the cricket bat hitting noise work so it's just crickets <laughs> which so i think you take my better concept and you you yeah i've you've improved it by making well, it just crickets improved or butchered what i should have done was put the crickets Bowderized. after bowderized or boulderized burglarized <laughs> is that what you're saying but bowderized um burglarized boulderized in victorian in victorian times um when I were all lad. When I were lad. Aye, Obadiah. Um, there was a, a movement to clean up, like, classic bits of literature. I think they were, they did Shakespeare. We need that on our last the, segment of the sort of podcast. Of oh, yeah. Sorry, Let's stop that. it. Sorry, no, I didn't. Um, I was at, I've not seen Danny Cross in 10 years. That was <laughs> um, so I think it was Mr. Bowdler. Published. Bring me a dream. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen. Dun, 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 dun. Carry on. That's very good. Published sanitized versions of Shakespeare. Oh. Um, I think without I any of the. What was know, his name? Or either Baudler or Baudler. 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 You say Baudler. I say Baudler. Let's call the whole thing off. Wasn't Baudler the big, like, crocodile Baudler thing off Mario? That's Bowser. Not my, not my. No, I know that was a that was a knowledge. joke that just like flew over your head completely. It yeah. wasn't actually a very funny joke, even if you got the reference. It might have been. I don't know. Well, if anyone out there even slightly sniggered at that joke, do send us right a voicemail. Danny, at episode six, at twenty-two minutes, I have either your... of us checked our email since last week. No, <laughs> no, I haven't either. It's gonna be quick. Deluge. We're going to be telling deluge us how fantastic we are. A deluge of Squarespace of, and Mailchimp yeah, already was... offered sponsorship, like they do with all the other podcasts. Yeah, we're here. Come and get us. I'll Act. sell out to anyone. Me. Yeah, you will. Oh, lip. Way. That's where. Yeah. And so, cricket minute. Two or three weeks. Ready? Ago, go. So, two or three weeks ago, Danny, you said, "Oh, nothing happens in cricket. It's really boring. It takes ages." And I thought today I would tell you that that is exactly why cricket is fantastic. 
And I'm going to illustrate that. These are the, the 2005 Ashes, which was the actual series was maybe uh, six weeks, five test matches, each test match five days, right? And that's one game. That's one. That's the, that's the series. So right. the best of, best of five. Right. But you could extend it and say that actually that series had been going since the 1970s, right? So Australia... Um, Oh, no, no, not the 70s, since 1989 to 2005. Since 1989, Australia had been entirely dominant against England in the Ashes, which is, which is um, what they, the, the trophy that England and Australia play for. Because it's got people's ashes in no, it. No, because it's got the, the burnt bales of a, pair of, of a set of stumps when Australia first beat England and Australia. Um, the, the English papers were so upset that the Australians had, had beaten England, that they burnt the bales on the pitch and put them in this little urn and, and wrote, the headline was, here lies, here's uh, in memory of the death of English cricket. So since then, each... It's a bit dramatic. T- wait, no, no, it is, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's fought over this little tiny, it's like four or five inches long, which I find is... Long enough. Ample. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 so it's one of the most most, most sought after, fought, fought over trophies, and it's this tiny wooden urn with ash in it. But they don't actually use the real original historical urn, do they? Danny Sugar, cricket facts. The real original urn stays in Lords, in the museum at Lords, and it's a replica that flies back and forth. Which um, at Lord you know. Lords, huh? Lord Lords. He was a Lord. That's why... No, he wasn't a Lord. Anyway. Um, so this test series in 2005... This has gone way over a minute. That's because you keep talking rubbish, mate. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm talking about the ebbs and the flows of... of... <laughs> I, don't know if that, I don't know if that exhale was audible. I went... Ah. I went... Not buying it. Move um, on. So it was pointed out by Jen, and I agree. Ah, shit. That basically all the stuff you love about cricket is stuff that... The just ephemera. It's to do with humans and could be exactly. any sport. No! Because no other sport embodies that. Embodies what? The, the, the human aspect and the, the human frailties and the human... Uh, How does it embody it other than you, like... Knowing all the facts. So long of your life watching it, you really get to know these people. <laughs> right. Um, so this this test series went one way, went the other, and it was such a dramatic build up of tension. You could either say since the beginning of the series, or you could say since 1989, right? But let's say the beginning of the series. When Australia beat when Australia England. Beat England. And England and threw their didn't win. toys no, out, the, like out the basket. That was 1892 or something, right? Oh. But this, 1989, was when the last time, the first time it, Australia won to, 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 to get the Ashes, England didn't get it back since then. Between were there then riots? And 2005. There were in my house. <laughs> um, but this series in particular, in 2005, ebbed and flowed. Australia won the first test. England came back and won the second test right in the last half an hour. Then there was a draw, and then England won. It, it was just such a... You, you don't get that level of build-up of tension in any other... Certainly in any other sport. That you know of? No. Yes. Not that I know of. I know all the sports. Name one. 
Well, I mean, what about American sports? <laughs> what about them? That take ages. Yeah, but they're boring. Yeah, they are to you. But, well, no, no, but what I'm saying is, like, like, uh, no, I, what's I, that thing with a bat and a ball? Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> what? Basically cricket. Basically Less cricket. Cricket. Well, I don't know. They got like. So I was in tighter trousers than that. <laughs> it was the trousers. Have you ever seen the Ruttles? No. Oh, we've got to watch the Ruttles together, man. It's so good. And the first three test matches I watched in New Zealand on television. The fourth and the fifth, I was in South America traveling with my brother. And I, it was in 2005, so there wasn't live streaming. Now you could watch it, you know, on, on the your, toilet, on your implant in your head and you'd be fine. Watch from the future, man. No. Um, but I had to be in an internet cafe and there was a, just like a dozen people on the shores of Lake Titicaca. Don't giggle. Um, in a little town called, uh, her name was Lola, she was a show, uh, called um, Copacabana. Not that one. Just all of us in a, in a, in a all of us watching. All the 12 of you. Yes! All 12 people that were interested in cricket from Which Copacabana. The population of Copacabana is it's a tiny village. It's about Tapawera. Um, and we were all, whoa! Which may or may not be your place of residence, Stephen <laughs> Got Graham. Got again. Yeah, man. We were all following the ball by ball, hitting refresh, waiting for it to... It was just so good and celebrating and... It, look... Were you not getting frustrated by the buffering? Yes! We weren't watching it. We were watching somebody write about it live. Oh. Yeah. That's even more boring. It wasn't, though, because the tension was... We'd waited not only the six weeks. We'd waited the hmm, years. Uh, I think it was like 18 years, I think. 16 years. For this moment to come. And all we would... I, I, I promise you. No, it was amazing. It was okay. slow I'll take your word for it. Of, of tension and, and, and pressure and then the release of pressure and you think you've got it in the bag, then you haven't, it flows one way, it flows the other. It's amazing. <laughs> Whoa, don't pat the bag. Flows one way, then it flows the other. Oh, it's flowing the other one again, Doreen. Well, that's Cricket Minute. That's Cricket Minute. I don't know. I really want to watch my DVDs of the highlights of the 2005 Ashes. Hell series. yeah, you do. Why don't you just YouTube it? Because it wasn't YouTube in 2005 and I bought the DVD. Well, the DVD's probably on YouTube. Well, no, it is because I've watched it on there recently, lots. Oh. But you want to actually get the DVD out? Yeah. Have you got a DVD player? Yeah, no, I've got a Blu-ray player. Ooh! <laughs> Did your Blu-ray player play DVDs? Yeah! Oh, okay. I know, right. Fancy. Right. On that note... Thank you for listening and I love cricket. We'll be back after this. Welcome back. Welcome Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome. Jolly back. Jolly welcome. Jolly back. Your... What have you been watching? What have you been watching? I've been watching... We watched a film with Michelle Pfeiffer in it called French Exit. Yep, yep. About... I have a theory that any word preceded by French sounds filthy. Try it. We had a whole episode about this. Did we? French. French kettle. French. Olive oil. Nah, that one didn't work. Hmm. Well, we've disproved your theory. Yeah. All right, carry on. Like 10 seconds. Um, French exit, which I'm told 
relates to when you leave a party without being noticed. Uh, okay. not, not that that's actually referenced in the movie and you haven't seen it, really. It's about a, a really rich New York lady and her son who, several years after her husband dies, just is dwindling money and she doesn't know how to live in the real world and she doesn't really have to. She ends up going to live in Paris in a friend's apartment and... Um, Shenanigans ensue, I suppose, but not really. I mean, not shenanigans. She's a, she's a um, she's an eccentric, right? a, an eccentric, very rich eccentric who's running out of money, but doesn't still embrace. And that's not known by anyone that she's running out of money, right? Oh uh, no, it is still, known. It's known. She still behaves like she's oh, she, got money. Yeah, but I mean, she she doesn't hide it, but she's just the way she is. Um, on the on the. Ferry. They decide to take a ferry to France for some reason. I'm not actually sure what year this is set in, but I mean, it, I guess it's pretty contemporary. It is contemporary, but I don't know why they choose to take a fancy ferry. Can are we talking cruise liner? I'll edit some of this <laughs> long pause out, but um, what's the difference? <laughs> she, they go from the states to. To Europe, right? Yeah. It's not a fucking ferry, mate. That's like a cross-channel ferry to get between yeah, well, you know, England and France. I call it a ferry. Go to the island. I call it a ferry. It's a cruise it's ship. Like, it's like people go on cruises, do they? Yeah, yeah. Aren't they ferries? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to have to leave this in now. Just so I call it a bus. Tackle. What? You mean limousine? <laughs> no. Nah, it's a bus, wasn't it? There was champagne in the back. <laughs> it was really anyway, long. So they take a really big ferry from from <laughs> New York to France, and That's um, beautiful. They start meeting people. It becomes kind of a bit weird and a bit funny. It's kind of slightly. Um, it's odd, isn't it? It's, it's a bit odd, it, and it gets a bit odder in the middle. And you sort of you like get a bit odder in the middle. Thanks. And um, then it it kind of. Yeah, I, it was all right. We we, we enjoyed it. It was all right. Um, it was. I'd give it probably a seven out of between six and nine. <laughs> like every film you've ever seen, or maybe seven and a half out of six and nine. Because then you felt bad about Michelle Pfeiffer maybe hearing it. And she was quite good. She's absolutely superb in everything she does. Yeah. Um, one of the things I miss about working at the cinema is standing outside. Waiting to clean You can up. still stand outside if you want. <laughs> Hello. It's not the same. I, I, I just miss standing out here. I love standing outside. <laughs> standing outside a theatre, waiting for it to come out so I can go in and clean up after people. Um, and the reaction of audiences coming out. And, you, you know, you get various different sad films. You get people, whatever. Um, French Exit. Just had people going, nah. <laughs> Did it? Nah, that was weird. Nah. Well, it was a it bit had weird. Walkouts. It really? Had, yeah, totally. People, people, massively took against it. And that, in in no way, is a review of of what I think. I've not seen it, but I I think one of the best you ways think of reviewing all a film watching Rocket Man or something. No, people came out and <laughs> loving it, except the people that came out saying, oh, that was. Gay people in it. What were they expecting from an Elton John biopic? Oh, I thought you were talking about French Exit again. I was like, 
I don't think there are any gay people in it. <laughs> well, there probably were. I mean, one never knows. Well, I mean, you know, it wasn't a, an important part of the narrative, my, but it was. My mum took her sister to see cats in the West End of London, and at the end of it, mum's sister said, it was all about cats. <laughs> what? <laughs> anyway, so I think yeah. that's, that's French exit done. French exit. We're gonna, we're gonna, we've got two more TV programmes, uh, television delights to talk about. Televisual um, delights? I know, that's... Episode out Is that of that Forty Towers. Oh, okay. a, a, a line of out of Forty Towers. Okay. Um, Bernard Cribbins' character wants to hire the television. Anyway, carry on. Um, we can talk about two things that Danny and I have both watched. Um, so sparks might fly. Let's start with a catch up of Mayor of East Town. Mayor of East Town. Which <laughs> there we go. That's the oh, catch up of Mayor of East Town. Mayor of East Town. Um. <laughs> We're really enjoying it. Yep, same. Um, I don't know what I can really say about it more than what we already said about it without really spoiling anything, but it's just kind of... Um, good. It's more... Good it's characters. More, it's more um, humane than I thought it was than at kicking first. a cat. <laughs> That's cat-mane, femane. Yeah. Um, I thought it was just miserable at first, and I thought it was... Yeah. Um, I was getting so when James was watching the first episode, he was sending me texts part of the way through, going, "This is miserable." And then, like, I was like, "How far are you?" I was like, "This just happened," and I was like, "Oh Oh, well, prepare for further misery (laughs) coming shortly." But But it's actually it's it's just a a study in Kate Winslet's character is um, it's a study in just resignation to life's trials and tribulations, right? Mm. I love the fact that she's not angry. She's not um, in despair. She's just like, oh. Yeah. That one fantastic scene, and this isn't a spoiler, is it spoils one, one fantastic, fantastic scene, scene yeah, where she right. sat on the sofa about to eat, she got home late, been working all day, about to eat one of those horrible sandwiches that mm. she always eats through it, which I always think, oh, I kind of want one of those, but I don't want the, the um, indigestion that I have afterwards. And someone throws something through the window. That made me laugh. It's that's the point at which I thought, okay, I'm on board with this series. Right. Okay. Because her her acting and and the way she just didn't stop. She just picked out the glass from her sandwich, carried on eating it, and someone yeah. came in. She was like, duh, nah. Don't worry I thought about it. Was, it. <laughs> I thought it was just superb. Yeah. It, just, it showed compassion for the person that threw the thing. It, it showed. Her resilience, it showed her humanity. It was actually, um, it was an incredible scene. So she's... It was as good a scene as the scene in The Wire where Bunk and uh, lead detective guy go through the house and the only word they say is the word that has been bleeped out in this episode several times. The entire episode is just... I don't remember that. It's so good. I, I'm sure it's I watched so good. The Wire so long ago, I really probably should watch it again. No, definitely. Anyway, I, Mayor of Easttown... Yeah, highly recommended. I don't want it to... End. Well, <laughs> no. I do want it to end, but yeah, I, don't do want, I, I don't want it to um, end bleakly, and I don't want it to end in a... I think it's a limited... some loose end. I think it's a limited series. I, I, don't, I don't think it's... 
I, I don't know. I haven't re- done the research, and we probably should if we're going to run a massive podcast. Turn up for the books. Down, well, but um, even when I hand the research to you on a plate, you haven't done the research on a platter. On a virtual platter. On a French plateau. Whoa! <laughs> um, leave my French plateau out of this. Yeah. So we like that. So before you go on to your other TV show, which I don't know what it is, but no, by, no, by your introduction. Really. Oh, you said it was something we both watched, so... We have both seen it. Okay, well, before we get to that... All right, all right, I just have to quickly mention that we completely missed, and I don't know why no one on Facebook has, like, mentioned it, probably because it's the grimmest thing on telly. (laughs) Uh, The Handmaid's Tale is back. Ah, yes. And we... It's... It's difficult. It's really... It's tough viewing, you know? But we enjoy it for... It's, you know, it's just hard and there's not much really to... Like, every time there's a small victory, that it's very, very <laughs> quickly turns whipped into... Whipped away a, from you. Whipped away and, and turned into a horrible consequence that you just don't know how they're ever going to survive this through. This sounds a lot like supporting the England cricket team in the 1980s and early 1990s. Yeah. Did they wear bonnets? Sort of. Philip Tufnell's helmet. Hmm. Maybe maybe The Handmaid's Tale is based on that cricket. The memoirs of... <laughs> the memoirs of cr- whatever that guy is. Um, but anyway, it continues to be really good if you're into grim television. I, I think that a lot of people have stopped watching it just because yeah, it's, it's too grim. But it's I, the thing that I've always felt about Handmaid's Tale is the, the most frightening thing is how close to reality it actually is and could be. And how, um, yeah, that was it, really. How close to reality it could be. And, and, and the fact that it's set Trump, in... Trump it's set in mo- Yeah, Trump got us close. That it's set in, like, basically modern day. That outside- it's a parallel thing, isn't it? It's a- um, well, I mean, it's, it's fiction. Yeah. So it's not, <laughs> it's not necessarily a parallel thing. It's just, like, a thing set in modern day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess it, that makes yeah. sense. Does that make a parallel thing? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I think it's set now it's as set if now-ish. things have gone slightly differently. Yeah. So a That's parallel. A yeah. yeah, all right. Um, all right. I, I uh, watched and admired the first series. I love the book. I've not read... I think good Margaret, Margaret Atwood wrote a sequel, didn't she? which I haven't read, and I've not watched anything past the first series. Um, it was enough. You got the gist. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what I, th- I thought. Again, it goes back to something we talked about earlier. Things should know when to end. And I think it's a difference between... This is, this is broad strokes, right? This is, I, I know there are several counter-arguments, counter-examples. But there's a difference between... American and British television. Mm. 40 Towers, there were two series, 14 episodes. You know, how many episodes of, of Friends are there? I think it's a different time. Oh, no, 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 yes. Absolutely. I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely. obviously that, Friends that was, is a different... Was, but was Friends was like just a... That came to mind, right? Friends um, was a vehicle for comedy. That, like, it was like just what, a... So every single episode of 40 Towers is bang, 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 genius, finely honed, Detailed, brilliant, beautifully plotted. 
spoken like a that. fan of cricket. Absolutely. The <laughs> <laughs> famous scene. No. But that's, that's anyway, that's, that's, that's by the by. Let's move on to mm. the Oscar winning Nomadland. Nomadland. Okay. I don't know what that was, but yeah. Um, thoughts, Danny Sugar? <sighs> it was all right. I like that. It was a seven out of ten. I mean, if ten was seven. Oh, Chernobyl. I think Anna's arrived. That's the alarm warning me that Anna has arrived. Hi, Hi. Anna. So, Did you watch Nomadland? Yeah, we watched it together. Do you want to talk about it? Do you it? remember anything Hi, about Anna. it? Hold on, let me think which one that is. It was that relatively boring one with the really good actress about the old lady. I got, I got bored of it. Anna got a bit bored. Um, I thought... You? I, I didn't... I, I, I actively disliked it. Did you? Yeah, I really took against it. I thought it was it was pretentious. pretentious. I thought it was, uh, you know, the line at the beginning of the Sex Pistols' "Holiday in the Sun." I thought it was cheap holidays in other people's misery. I thought it was, um, <laughs> I thought it was. So all the most of the, it's about um, uh, a lady, a lady in America, in a town where the factory, the, the, there, was, down. there was a factory that everyone in the town basically worked for, and that's the true. It's the true part of the story. Of course, it is just like the, the town broke when down. The mines got shut by Maggie. You know, it's, it's hmm. so terribly, terribly sad. Everyone ended up like unable to like earn a living, and she decides to go and live in a bus, and then yeah. goes. She meets someone who recommends going to this kind of bus living commune where they talk about living in buses and how to live in a bus and which is which is brilliant and and you know i have those people have rich stories and interestingly a lot of the so, cast mm. are, are real people yeah right? I, I, which i thought i thought yeah. i thought those people were interesting and i thought those people i wanted to spend time with um francis mcdormand's portrayal I thought was mannered I thought it was um overwrought and angsty I thought it was entirely lacking in humor I bet those people laugh a hell of a lot more than anything we saw in that film I bet there's mm. a it was a bit bleak um, it was everything she walked slowly it wasn't you know everything was at one and a half pace right it wasn't because it's exactly what it was perfect time for a film like that to win the Oscars, uh, win the Oscar, and it was Oscar bait. I mean, I, I don't Oscar bait. Oscar bait. Oscar bait. <laughs> um, don't Oscar bait. I don't know. I thought. I thought. I thought it was almost offensive. I thought it was beautiful, but then I think if anyone took a decent quality camera, and well, stuck I mean, it at those I, mountains in I Nevada, mean, if it didn't get something beautiful, they'd be. I. Don't really remember it in very much detail. Which is why you've got a podcast, Danny. He was in here a minute ago. He might be in the office, I don't know. We've lost our blind dog. He was in here a second ago. Where is he? We found him? Oh, we may have to pause oh, right, this pause, pause, pause. for a moment. Okay, I've unpaused. Unpaused. The dog has we, been found. It, it seems like we might have paused for a long time, but literally, as I yeah. as I paused it, she was like, "Oh yeah," and then I unpaused it. So it, we may as well not have bothered. Oh, no, it. No, indeed. Um, so you yeah, could edit like half an hour yeah. into that pause, 
and then take it away. That's not going to work, is no. it? No. Summer got lost in the office. He does that sometimes. Um, so, so Nomadland, not, not highly recommended by hey. Sugary Brew. That's <coughs> recommended by literally everyone else in the world. <laughs> Interestingly, the... Um, the Drinking film. Cinema, the drinking film, <coughs> still not seen drinking film. The How cinema audience ah. reaction coming out of Nomadland was also a little bit. Uh, I, I think I preferred French Exit to Nomadland. I don't know why I just winked at you. <laughs> <laughs> it worked though. Um, so. I think I preferred French Exit to Nomadland, and I haven't seen French Exit. Yeah, I agree. You probably will. Um, so the drinky film that we mentioned in a previous podcast Which also won an Oscar. It won an Oscar, that's why I'm bringing it up, was called Another Round with Mags Mickelson. Mads. Yeah, I know. Oh right. That was a callback. <laughs> anyway, um I do recommend watching that. It was really good. It, but apparently it's being remade with Brad? No. no. The one that isn't Matthew, no. Yes, Matt. Matt Damon. Damon. Uh, Matt Damon. I don't. I don't know why they choose to remake everything. I wish uh, people would people just don't... watch subtitles. There's a there's a phrase that a direct someone, as a critical director, came up with about the 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 two inch barrier to people watching. <laughs> Works for me. The ample barrier. <laughs> yeah. For people the, watching, the almost too big barrier for the, people the, that stops people watching subtitle films. Then you know. Um, it doesn't fit, Anna. So we're talking about the we we. What's that? Not drinky noise. Uh, we we <laughs> got a tea. We, we got a free cabinet from Anna across the road coffee. at the um, op shop. I've just doxed myself again. Yeah. Um, it will fit, but we need to lower it because it won't fit next to the. Anyway, people on the podcast really don't care about this. They do. I'm I'm just gonna beep. And then cut back in here. Bing! 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 Um, so that's what we've been watching. And and there was... Uh, what was there? Let's, we, do we have a recap? They, or they've just listened to it. Oh yeah, it feels yeah. like ages ago. Yeah. It's because we keep talking about cabinets and losing the dog and, yeah. and subtitles. And, and like bleeping. Um, I'm just trying to think of... of um, Anything else we watched? No, no, no. Of, of good remakes of foreign films. Uh, what's the 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 remake of Seven Seven Samurais? Kill Bill? No, I can't remember. No, um, I can't either. The Let the Was Right One In remake. Not good. No, Let the You're Right One In. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Vanilla super. Sky. No, no good. Did you watch Vanilla Sky in the end? I have seen it. Why wouldn't I? Because we years ago we all sat down trying to watch it. And we couldn't get through it. Because I remember loving it. Loving it. Did you ever watch the original? Yeah. That's what, Los Ojos. That's what I'm talking about, the original. Oh, no. I'm t- I love the original. Yeah. But I'm no, talking but about I, the actual Vanilla I Sky. The, with I Tom, bought the DVD and we Tom all sat Jones, down. I think it was with Tom Hanks, and Amy. Tom Cruise. Yeah, that's it. Tom Ferry. Tom... I quite liked the, the, the remake Oh, as well. it was all right, but I mean, it was it, was, it paled in, in significance to the original. Yeah. And as did Let the Right One In. Sometime, they're going to make a Hollywood version of Sugary Brew. It won't be the same. It won't be as good as yeah. this episode, that's no. for sure. <laughs> what could be? 
Yeah. Right? So anyway, that was TV segment. <laughs> what is that? TV minute? I don't TV? know. Why it is was it like, minute? I don't know. It was like half an hour. I don't know TV why. Minutes. TV minutes. TV many minutes. Many minutes. Anna's left the door open. It's really cold outside they at the might, moment. There's snow on the mountain range they around us. They look beautiful. They do don't look they? beautiful. They're very cold. Why I showed Zoe. Why hey? Why like, you showed Zoe? Like Vera. How's it been going with Zoe? Oh, brilliant. Oh uh, no, she had a she had a yeah no brilliant. We're not moving. Brilliant. I gotta get home. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's. Do we just say goodbye? I think we might just say goodbye. Now, I'm glad that Anna's like put the kettle on while we're yeah. recording. I, I don't know if you can hear this, but and she's just like banging around, leaving the door open. So there's no the, clicky pens. Put the kettle on, but there's all kettle sorts. Kettle. What did put I the kettle on? Put the kettle on. Um, so I anyway. love that in episode one we were like, nah, no, no, so bad. We're never gonna do an accent. By episode six, no swearing. Yeah. we've reverted to our true selves. I think. We'll be back to our untrue selves next week with less swearing and less accents. Yeah. All right. Well, get it out your system. Until next week. It is my birthday. It is pre-birthday. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Okay. Bye. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea. Have a cup of tea.